Hello, and welcome to another episode of the I'll Try That podcast. Um, I'm Barber, and joining me this week is Joe. Say hi, Joe. Ahoy, hoy. <laughs> and uh, this week, um, our pursuit of hoppiness is Stiegel Radler. Grapefruit, to be precise. Um, so stay tuned for some more information on that uh, later on. Um, but we have the, first of all, uh, the small matter of the hop topic for which I will pass over to my learned colleague, Joe. Joe, hit me with some knowledge. <laughs> well, for this week's, uh, for this week's hop topic, I actually don't have some great news. Um, so Jennings Brewery uh, has closed its doors after 200 years of brewing history. Oh, it's not what you want to hear. Which is obviously not great. You don't like to hear, start off the episode on a bit of a downer. Uh, but I thought it was important to kind of share, shed a light on this, um, given the fact that Jennings Brewery have been operating as a brewery for 200 years. I mean, that is an incredible achievement in Hell itself. Innings, yeah. So, you know, give credit where credit's due that, you know, 200 years in operation and brewing history is just phenomenal. Indeed. But at the same time, I mean... Every brewery is going to have a life cycle, isn't it? I mean, there are lots who are still going, even with, you know, a little bit longer than that. But um, all, all good things must come to an end as, as, as well. Was it just their time, do we think? Um, was it recent market forces or major global events, I suppose, might have played a part? Yeah, I think it's a little, it's a bit of bit of everything that you've just mentioned there, basically. So Jennings Brewery um, is from is from Cockermouth in Cumbria. Um, and it's, but it's still kind of operating in some respects because they do make a, a beer called a Cumberland cask ale, um, which is being moved to a site in Staffordshire. So, um, it is going to be moving, you know, there is going to still be this Cumberland cask ale, but the site of Jennings Brewery is shutting down. Um, so Jennings Brewery is owned by, uh, Carlsberg Marston's Brewing Company. That's the merger of Carlsberg, UK and Marston's, um, you know, in the UK. So it's a big, big deal here. Uh, and basically they've said that, you know, they've blamed the, you know, the decision to shut the site has been based on the pandemic and the current economic crisis. So, you know, it's kind of a bit of a, I don't know, it's no nothing too specific, right? You know, just the, you know, they're just kind of blaming, blaming yeah. a few big, big, things there isn't one specific thing that they're they're saying it's on um but you know there is hope uh, and this is a kind of i'm quoting here the the real ale campaigner stephen walker here that he would be you know that it would be wonderful if the site could carry on as a brewery so maybe that can happen maybe someone will come in and take take the take over on the site and purchase the site and you know continue using it as a brewery but you know, it's uh, it is a bit disappointing, obviously, that this site that's been used for you know has been brewing beer for two hundred years uh, could could potentially no longer be yeah, working. Yeah, shame, shame when any any brewing history goes. No. Although I was rather surprised out of this one, this whole story, obviously, you know, the history behind it. And, you know, I can go into the details here about, you know, there's, uh, you know, I can see some photos of some flooding, which is obviously help, not helps their whole, uh, you know, economic crisis that they had back in 2009. And they can tell you that they you know put it up on the market for 750,000. But the one fact here, or factoid that's kind of stuck out to me is the fact that with the closure of this site, that five jobs have been lost. Only five. Five jobs. That's that was my reaction as well, Barbara. It was uh, not not to discredit those five jobs that have been lost, but I was expecting a lot more from a brewery that's been operating yeah. for two hundred years. I mean, so I actually just side by side with that. I think did you say that it was listed for, at first for seven hundred and fifty grand? 
when you said 750 i mean actually i don't know too much about the, the scale of the operation there anyway but i don't know i think i was i think i heard carlsberg in the background i was like oh god it'd be like 750 million or something like that um uh, and then i was like no no i know it is a small operation than that but uh yeah 750 thousand is um i mean again th- mm. those premises can't be completely huge so i mean that kind of to me gives a bit of context as to why you know that might be the the, the level of uh, level of staffing but then um yeah i, I would have thought for su- such a I, um and a, a significant chunk of heritage to to just be sort of still currently mm. going with with five people yeah i, I thought you were going to say more than that definitely yeah, I, de- I mean, definitely the site itself from the photos I'm seeing do- looks, you know, historic. It looks quite big. It doesn't. It's not insignificant. It's not like you're buying someone's shed or something in, you know, in Putney. Uh, you know, which I could definitely yeah, see a it. shed in Putney going for <laughs> two seven hundred fifty thousand. <000. Yeah. laughs> you know, this is still in Staffordshire yeah. after all, which is not, you know, a, a rundown part yeah. of the world. Um, so yeah, it's it's a substantial, you know plot that you're potentially getting your bang for your buck i think you know what they, i kind of mentioned there that there had been some flooding issues in 2009 um, and yeah. i think that that this article is citing that is potentially the one of the issues for new buyers um is the fact that there is the potential of, of flooding because this this brewery is it, like right on the banks of the cockermouth which is apparently a, a river um in oh, okay yeah uh, the thing is that's one where Oh yeah, no, I'm, I'm tuning into uh, climate change as well. Flooding certain areas, it's only anticipated to get worse, really, isn't it? So um, that's going to put a few, pe- few people off from that sort of planning. Yeah, yeah, but you know, let's hope. Let's, I mean, hey, if you're out there and you're kicking around with uh, you know three quarters of a million, thinking of the next brewery, you know, investment opportunity, then you know, hey, Jennings is there up on go. the market, and uh, you know they're looking for some investment, and uh, you know it would be a shame to see a a, a, a a brewing site that was established back in, you know, 1828, uh, the bad. original Jennings yeah. Brewery um, was founded. It would be a shame if that kind of lineage didn't, you know, didn't yeah. survive. Uh, let's, let's put I it that like, way. I sound like everyone's sort of kind of cliched history teacher now, but I'm like, imagine how different life was in 1828. <laughs> and like the beer kept going <laughs> the, the whole, whole time. But um that's mad, yeah. I mean, it, well, actually, uh, talking about history, history nerds. I was re- literally just looking at a, um, a an infographic showing how um, the Americas uh, was purchased in different uh, different stages. And actually, they in eighteen twenty eight they didn't even own Florida from the Spanish. You know, they had to purchase oh, yeah. that a bit later on. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> in like the eighteen thir- thirties um. or something. They purchased Florida. It's like what? Buying, <laughs> that's a, yeah, that is weird. Like installment based buying, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking, but yeah, it's almost like when someone's talking about like renovating their home. You know, thinking about having that knocked through. We're thinking about having a Florida put on. Um, yeah, <laughs> some, no, our neighbour, some... they're, they're kind of leaving, so we're just going to buy their end yeah. of the road. You know, end of their plot of land and just add it onto ours. Yeah. You know, we'll get Florida. Some, we'll get, <laughs> get some men in, get some infrastructure built, all that sort of thing. Yeah. But um, yeah. no, that's cool. But um, do you know, what? I just sign it. Just finished up on on, on Jennings. Small yeah. consolation, I'm, I'm sure, but also I didn't know that there was this um, the the Cumberland cask about though. So I, if that's that's about, I'm sort of almost going to feel almost like obliged. To, I want to, but also yeah, I think I'm going to have to try and try and uh, give that a try as well, just as a bit of a you know uh, tip of the cap to uh, to Jennings and and um, you know one one chapter sadly closing. 
Yeah, I mean, as you said, Cumberland's still going it, and you'll be buying into the Carlsberg Marston's, uh, you know, kind of behemoth that is we have now in the UK. But hey, it's it's still a, a you know, it's still being created, it's still being brewed. So let's say the beer isn't isn't being lost, but the brewery itself is gone. So that's a shame. Yeah, yeah, the bricks and mortar going. Okay, well. Hopefully the hopefully we'll move into pursuit of hoppiness, be a bit more more cheery. Yeah, one, hopefully a uh, bit more upbeat. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, we ultimately this this does remain a a beer news and reviews podcast. But actually, we did happen upon uh, Stiegel, um, which uh, who I understand are Austrian brewer um, who who do deal in beer products. But we have focused on i think from a lot of previous episodes we said we wanted to have a look at this drabbers i think in particular uh had been keenly recommending that we try a radler so that's what we've both got hold of today the uh stiegel radler uh grapefruit flavored uh other stiegel products are available but um i've just as a sign up we had a bit of a, a chat before we came on i've already nearly finished mine <laughs> so i don't know if it's because i was i was thirsty yeah. um i've just uh eminently quaffable this is a again a, a rattler which I, just, I should also probably point out for some context i think this is my first time ever trying a rattler um and so it's basically it's what what what, what the hell have i got here so it's it's beer beer and like a um like it's beyond a shandy isn't it? it's kind of more fruity than a shandy is that yeah so that's, you're, that's you're absolutely right? spot on because i was i was trying to d- determine what is the difference between a rattler and a shandy so mm-hmm. a shandy is a a beer that's usually like a light blonde lager that's mixed with lemonade or like lemon lime soda and that's usually like a 50 50 mix so you'll get like half a so you get like a or you can get bitter shandies as well right you know where it's like the bitter the bitter drink with a lemonade that's quite popular here in the uk uh but i think lager shandies have become you know more popular in in, you know in in recent years but yeah it's usually a 50 50 mix whereas a radler um outside of radler being the german word for cyclist it also is kind of like <laughs> yes, it's it's right. it's a, a kind of a citrusy beer concoction. Um, so you'll usually find it mixed with lots of different kind of fruits. But the one we're having and most popular, I guess, is this Stiegel Radler grapefruit. So yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, they they say that actually, you know, it is the perfect post ride beverage a Radler, which makes sense because it's I, been given the name of a cyclist. Yeah, I I I had heard of that before and it was always just a big assumption for from from me i suppose if yeah. you have if you've like really clocked up the mileage on on a ride and i'm not much of a cyclist myself but you don't want to go into like even as much as even as much as four percent uh you know yeah. quench your thirst you want something that's, that's more relaxed and actually you can see why yeah this is more thirst quenching isn't it um very very grapefruity as well though but mm. also um i'm finding quite i quite like it's not Every time I have anything grapefruit, it seems to be really like quite sharp. Whereas yeah. this is actually it's got got a nice sort of sweetness to it as well, isn't it? Absolutely. I think go back to what you're saying. I mean, it's a two percent, but it's also in a big can, so it, it kind of feels like you know maybe in a small can after you've like had a long cycle or whatever, maybe what a, a small can like a three hundred thirty mil just wouldn't quite cut it. You know, it wouldn't give you enough yeah. of a thirst quench. Whereas I feel like this bigger can, you know, the four forty mil, um, it's actually an eleven. Uh, it's actually a uh, you know eleven point two ounce um, no sorry a sixteen point nine ounce can for our American listeners so that's five hundred milliliters 
I was going to say, oh, you were not talking my language there for a minute. I know we've got uh, Imperial, but I was like, a, a what? I was thinking yeah, yeah. definitely 500 mil. Yeah, so a 500 mil can. So it's a big can, you know. And But actually, I feel like, you know, you get people would get this quaffable 2%, you know, get, get it down you. Maybe, does that also, like, maybe justify a slightly longer break you know between stages of the tour de france or whatever it is you're, yeah. <laughs> you're doing because also you don't want to yeah you're going to need a bit of a break because i would keep thinking of it i've got i've got a real image in my head of these cyclists proper proper lycra and doing like hundreds of kilometers a but it's not going to be a day is it you know what I mean? yeah yeah exactly um, so I hadn't really come across Stiegel before. I'm glad you started first by in, in, pronouncing the name because uh, I've just been following that <laughs> since you talked about it. But, yeah. Um, Stiegel, yeah, I'm, I'm fairly confident on Stiegel, so let's, let's <laughs> roll with that. And not, let's not keep going. <laughs> so I, I didn't actually know anything about them. Um, and I was always wondering why this weird little, you know, you've got the Stiegel like kind of graphic, let's say, like the, the typeface, how it's written is obviously ownable to them. But then they've got like this like, chart looks like a bar chart of some description kind of going upwards underneath i wasn't and sure if it was yeah either a bit bar chart or like steps well you're spot on because stiegel apparently is means small steps so it originates from oh. the uh from the founding of the brew house brewery house so the small steps that lead up to the brew house and that's where stiegel oh, man, came my, from and you know from my, this brew house in Salzburg. now <laughs> My A-level German's gradually coming back to me now. There you go. It, it wasn't a very good grade, it's got to be said. But <laughs> that makes sense now. Um, that's quite cool. And also, it's a nod to their history as well. Yeah, it totally. And totally. Um, but yeah, it feels like that, you know, they do, you know... Uh, you know Salzburg. I don't know too much about the Salzburg area uh, in, in in Germany in Austria, I should say. Um, but the fact that this kind of the, the the style has been around, they're saying this this brew house since uh, this has been very specific here in this article of June the sixteenth, fourteen ninety two. The brew house in Salzburg was first mentioned in a written document. So that's pretty pretty impressive. That sounds that sounds like it was also like a really underground thing up until that point as well mm. um yeah they didn't say that it was it was you know uh what was it incorporated or something like that i mean it would have been a little bit different back then but um just saying that it was first mentioned in a, in a document sounds like yeah <laughs> yeah there was word on the street there's this, there's this brewery but but no we don't talk about it yeah if you know about stiegel first rule of stiegel club is you don't talk about <laughs> <laughs> um it's all right. So, uh, so yeah. So, you know, we kind of mentioned there that, that this this brew house, this Stiegel, this Salzburg brewery, uh, has been going for over five hundred and twenty five years, um, and it's been you know privately owned as the Stiegel Brewery, you know, for that whole time, which is pretty incredible. Um, you know, I think the fact that it hasn't been like taken over by some massive conglomerate is pretty interesting. Um, you know, it's still it's still kind of privately owned, still pushed out there. Um, I'm not noticing. Let's put it this way. Um, you know, the fact that it's like owned by a Heineken or something like it feels like it's still, from what I'm looking at, it's still owned by the like a privately owned organization. Yeah, yeah, indeed. You know, if you've been able to find anything, I was I was just trying to have a look at that as well. But it just weirdly, it's just started jumping out to me also that like. Because he's saying, yeah, I mean, they're saying a family since, since 1492. What I'm finding a bit odd about that is also I'm thinking, like, geographically as well. Um, Salzburg, I think, is sort of more, more eastern um, 
Austria. Like, we don't seem to have covered that many beers from, from that area, or well, from Austria as a whole, I yeah. would say. And you think yeah. where it is in Europe, and like, with all the beer that's made around it, <laughs> like mm. all those beers we've looked at from in, you know, almost like a circle around Austria... Yeah. That we haven't seen that that many really. So um, is it just? I'm wondering if it's also one of those classic cases of the Austrians making really good beer. Um, actually, is the one I always used to hear about was actually in um, the Swiss making really good wine, but they actually just don't export it, and they just very much enjoy, um, you know, uh, enjoy it locally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Incredible. That's, yeah. that's probably the case as as, as well. But because um, Stiegel have got a hell of a range of beers. Um, yeah, tell about, me. So, what 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 else do they have? They've got oh, obviously so, we're trying this Radler, and then yeah. I can see they've got different flavors of Radlers, like lemon and stuff like that. But what else do they do? I, I'm, I'm looking at a list of what's this? Like a a, a dozen um, Gold oh, wow. Brow, okay. Hell, uh, mm. Hell's, I guess, um, Pills. Um, also, there's yeah, there is also the, the, Radlers, the yeah. Radler's got the um, uh, it's a it's a lemon. Uh, Zitrona, uh, and then I think um, yeah. uh, Raspberry, isn't it? Himbeera, I think. Um, there's a Weiss, and then there's oh, a Sport. Good, sport. good German knowledge here. Yeah. Weiss, <laughs> <laughs> which is uh, a wheat or white. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but there's also Sport. Sport. Sport Weiss. I've got not have Sport Weiss? What is Sport Weiss? <laughs> That's the one I want to talk about. I was like, it's one of those. I'm sure we were, it was a weird half baked concoction idea we had a while ago about yeah a beer as a sports drink. Um, and well, no, little, that is quite little, literally Erdinger's whole approach to their non-alcoholic. Is he's calling it, it, it like was, a, you it was know, he's calling it like yeah. a, a sports sport drink or something, an isotonic sport drink. And then well, I, I can't believe Stiegel have actually gone and gone I, the whole. They've only gone and done it, Barber, and they've called they've it a sport drink. <laughs> um, that is. <laughs> Uh, it's it is the alcohol free one i think i think actually wow. sorry i'm i'm going to just correct myself here but it's just cuz i continuing to roll off all of all of these other ones but um yeah if um again Stiegel's description ice tonic sports drink reduced cal- calories incredible so i think the idea is it tastes incredible. quite beery but is the absolutely right. fine for you to um you know Take a bottle to the gym, presumably, <laughs> after you played five aside. I don't know. I can't. I'm, I think even even if someone had, I don't think I could even actually drink Lucasade out of knowing it's coming out of a beer bottle. <laughs> you know. Um, but um, but yeah. Again, again, the, the list goes on. Um, uh, a, a bock, or is it a, 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 actually a bio bio bock? Um, yeah. And okay. then there's a couple of other. They they also do. Um, like a separate range of of um, alcohol freeze, um, and and actually they've started on a, a, a range of craft beers as well. So um, yeah, I mean, actually we would just get uh, you always get bored if I just keep <laughs> listing all these these different ones. So um, there, huh. I think they would even pass the Drabbers um, uh, craft beer certification as well because they've got they've got beers coming out of their ears. Well, they don't even just do beers, Barbara. That's what I'm finding more about this Stiegel or company. So obviously, you know, what 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 more do you want from, you know, a, a wide range of different types of beers, as you've just listed there? What does every beer lover want? Well, of course, um, they want some beer-flavoured mustard, you know, obviously. <laughs> That's just what they want. Oh, man, I was going to say a bottle opener, some glassware. Um, well, cause, cause you, you're in luck because they've got beer- all of that. <laughs> 
beer flavored mustard just goes without saying. You know, I would even need to. Absolutely. No, uh, no really, beer flavored mustard. <laughs> beer flavored mustard. But you're absolutely spot on. They also have all that wide range of different accessories. They have a whole section under fashion where you can buy Stiegel jumpers, Stiegel like tops. There's a whole sports section. So to go with your sport vice that you're going to be having, yeah. they've got sports attire. They've also got Stiegel jeans. So you can get jeans in the Stiegel brand. Stiegel uh, jeans cats. sounds like it would be like a good jeans. Sounds pretty good. Yeah. You can get a, a Stiegel-looking cowboy hat as well. Nice. <laughs> that's what you want. <laughs> this, this is just... I, I, I think I said this when we were talking about Pinter the other week, but I think this is my Chris, yeah. Christmas shopping. It's just all going to be un, oh. yeah, all under one roof, isn't it? It goes on and on. You can get a, a, a Stiegel um, a cushion to go on your sofa that you can hug at night to think of oh. how much you love Stiegel. <laughs> For God's sake. <laughs> Um, wow. There's um, loads. The they, list the, goes on. The there is plenty of things. They have covered everything. Um, blimey. Right, okay. Um, not, not to mention the mugs. I, I haven't even got to the mugs. Obviously, there's classic glassware, but there is the kind of the Austrian-style mugs, which I'm obsessed with. Like, I'm these so, look incredible. I'm, I'm so glad you happened upon these. They, they do look good, actually, <laughs> I should say. This is good because also, after I'd run through all, all uh, their beers, I was glad that we have, have happened upon, yeah, these, these, these other things that they offer as well. Because um, I did mean to say, a lot of the old um, uh, beer cliches applies with these guys. So also, if you do look into them, you will hear all about... Um, Liking to use the, the best raw ingredients, uh, genuine craftsmanship, and all that sort of thing. <laughs> so, um, is not, is, I say that never ever to like question it or say it's not true, but it is, um, you know, it's that thing that we see plenty of. So, uh, yeah, still applies yes. here as well. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah, I mean, gosh, Stiegel, it's a, it seems like it's a, a lifestyle brand more than just a brewery nowadays. Um, yeah. You know, you can um, really dive into the whole, you know, Austrian Austrian feel. You can get Stiegel trekking poles, you know, because just to go on your walk, go for your trekking, you know, walking with your oh, poles, nice. and then okay. you have your, your rattler at the end of it. Fair play. I feel like this has also been a bit of a voyage of discovery for us. So, I mean, I and also with all of this stuff that also the, that they I kind of produce... I'm getting more and more. I'm, I'm sort of, I think I'm yeah getting more familiar here, and also getting the impression that um, I, I imagine they're, they're where they are through having success domestically, and we don't. And, and actually, it's just not not one that that sort of gets that translates to us much much here in the UK uh, beyond the, the Radler, which I've got to say, um, again, is one of those ones as we mentioned. What was it? Our our two percent um, ale that we tried recently. As long as you're prepared for for what this is, um, yeah. Don't think that when you pick this up, which actually I think to a certain extent you, the unsuspecting could pick it up um, and and think it's um, you know uh, something a little more crafty. Um, you, you do have to pay a little bit of attention when you're buying your beer, whatever happens. But as long as you're on board with the fact that it's it's a rattler and um, uh, you go through the first couple, I think you'll be like, yeah, hey, that's that's um, that's eminently drinkable. I, mean, it's, I think it's also it's a, it's a warm weather beer, isn't it? 
that's um, that's, that's not going to be a big revelation to anyone, and it's got it's going to have to be served cold. But uh, yeah, if you get ready for that. It's um, it it ticks its box very well, I think. What I'm trying to think of like other beers that I can compare it against. Obviously, you know, we said Shandy's, you know, and there isn't like, as far as I'm aware, a very well-known brand that just only does Shandy's or something, you know, or does no, like they do a well range of Shandy's in a can or something. I could be wrong. Yeah, but. Ooh. The beer that springs to mind, or the brand that springs to mind, we've done actually quite recently, which is Jubel, or Jubel. Uh, yeah, no, I can see that. Yeah, I can see that a lot, actually. There's it's also... like kind of a fruity beer, and um, they have a range of beers. One of them happens to be a grapefruit, which tastes quite similar to this rattle, I must say, yeah, uh, yeah. from Seagull. But, you know, they also have like an elderflower as well. Yeah, that so is, it's interesting. That is interesting also, because, I mean... I, I, Salzburg, I don't, I don't think is, is technically alpine, but it's an alpine part mm. of the world, isn't it? Um, yeah, and that's where the the Jubel yeah, that's came a good point. from. And there's is there's is is an outright beer, isn't it? Um, but actually, mm. I was going to say that it it's funny that I'm casting my mind back to having that Jubel. I don't think it would. Mm. I think those were about four percent, but weirdly, I, yes, they don't taste that much stronger than this. From what, no, I agree from with what you. I'm, I'm thinking so. Um, I'm a little bit like also if you if you'd call yourself an, an old school hardcore beer drinker and were going for something like this kind of with the view to having the lower percentage, I, a Stiegel would always be the, the one you go for, I, I think. Um, but again, it's probably not for the hardcore beer drinkers, as, as I've just sort of dis- described. Yeah. But that is a good comparison. I, I totally see where you're coming from now. Um, yeah, I'm going to have another sip and just confirm my thinking. But yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> um, so, I mean, while, while we're kind of just sipping on, on that one, I'll give you some numbers. So, oh, yeah. Stiegel UK on Instagram have 1.5k followers. But uh, Stiegel Brow, which is their Austri- Austrian uh, Instagram, has 25k followers. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, and then Twitter Stiegel UK has uh, 635 followers. And uh, Stiegel Brau 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 Sorry, I've <laughs> butchered that. You to say. Uh, yeah, is uh, they've got four K followers on Twitter. So you know, hey, it's uh, you know they also have Instagram and Twitters for the US as well. I think that's yeah. another market they're really trying to push the beer into. I could see this going down well in the US as well. Yeah, I would have thought that as well. But um, yeah, oh, that's good. That makes me feel quite vindicated of what I was what I was saying in that. Um, Actually, I'm quite liking your work, um, Stiegel, but it's um, it's obviously, an, as you said, and also an Austrian like lifestyle uh, beer sort of thing, isn't it? So, um, yeah, it's probably reflected in the numbers a bit. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's a couple of uh, you know, I can't wait for my Stiegel cushion to come over Christmas. You know, that's be great. <laughs> well, I feel I, John, I'm going to go away and try and get hold of the the Stiegel Gold Brow, which actually, to my mind, looks to be the the kind of flagship one. So, because okay. so, if, if they've got this big, big, long range of beers, I'm guessing it's off off a bit of success of, of a particular one as, as well as the Radler. So I'm quite keen to give that a go because um, um, this is a this is a very polished product, I'd say. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're excited for the gold, bro. I'm excited for my hiking poles to arrive. You know what I mean? Again, that's you're you're on the verge of doing another podcast, don't you? <laughs> Branded merch. <laughs> Branded merch. <laughs> and that's all we have time for this week's episode of the i'll try that podcast and so from me joe rich barber and simo goodbye 
Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, I'll try that podcast.com. And watch us on YouTube. Goodbye now. <laughs>